0: Wonder how that woman came up with her cool idea and turned it into a business? Listen in to find out how. Welcome to Women Inspired. I'm your host, Linda Ugalow, and on this show, I speak with women and a few cool dudes, all of them changemakers, artists, healers, and entrepreneurs, about how they put their dreams into action. And I'm so excited today because I have on two guests who are old friends of mine and comadres in the homeschooling world, and they have written, co-authored a book called Unschoolers, and we're going to be talking about it today. Welcome, Milva McDonald and Sophia Said. Thank, Thank you, Linda.
1: Linda. Happy to be here.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's like, wow, I don't get to see you, and it's like, <laughs> come on my show and let's talk. <laughs> yeah. So, you've got a new book out. Mm-hmm. Show me the cover. Here it is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Unschoolers. Fiction, nonfiction. Tell me
1: about it. It's fiction. It is fiction. Which is, yeah, a lot of people mistake it. I think because there's so few books that are fiction books about homeschoolers and unschoolers, people almost assume oh, it must be a nonfiction book. But it's actually a fiction book. Do you want to talk about how it's laid out a little bit, like vignettes?
2: Yeah. Well, one of the things that people always ask about homeschooling is what do you do all day? What's Mm -hmm. a day like? And the answer is so different um, because every family is different. Mm -hmm. So we thought we would try to show that by portraying several different families. And it started out that it was going to be a day in the life, and then it ended up being more like, Mm -hmm, well that's right a longer time period right
0: so kind of like how when you start to write a novel it takes on a character of its own or a storyline of its own yeah
1: that's right it was going to be one day and then when the writing got started it just Mm -hmm. started going in a little different direction but overall it still does what we set out to do with that as far as portraying the different families and uh just what a day might be like for them
2: yeah and they're all um it, they are all members of a homeschooling support group, mm-hmm. so you sort of see how that works and mm-hmm. how these families come together and, how, and what they do and the ways they intersect and the ways they don't, mm-hmm. and it's, um, so there's, you know.
0: So it's kind of like fictionalized reality. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean yeah, that's realistic
1: fiction. that Yeah, is that the
0: name of it? <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. thanks. Yep. So, what gave you the idea of doing this? Like, why why a book? Why did we do it?
1: Well, that's what, what I always say is that we were talking on the phone, as we do, even landline phones. Milva and I still talk, <laughs> and Milva was saying, um, you know, I want to write a book, but I don't have an idea. And I and I said, I have an idea, but I don't know how to write a book. <laughs> And then of course, you're just like, well, we're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. So then, then we just we did. We yeah. we just yeah. Do you have something to say about that? No, we, we just, did. We, we just started, it was simple. Well, well, I mean,
0: simple that you you had this connection that kind true. of these two puzzle pieces that mm-hmm. fit. Yeah.
2: Yes. And um, you know, we had a lot of meetings and we talked through the characters and um, so yes. we talked about their personalities and their lives and then we sort of each would go off yeah. on our own and write yeah. our different sections.
0: Well, that's an interesting thing. Like, how, how do you co-write a book? Right. Yeah.
2: Well, there's probably different ways, but yes. the way we did it was that we, you know, we talked about the characters, mm-hmm. we brainstormed, um, we talked about names, mm-hmm. we ended up changing some okay. names, uh-huh. we talked about professions of the characters Mm -hmm. and then um, we each sort of picked which ones we wanted to write and then we went off and Mm -hmm. wrote our sections and then we shared them with each other and then we helped each other revise.
1: Yeah just sort of who are you you feeling who can who can you go for you know and then you also were just you know oh I thought of an I just wrote this other thing. And then we are oh, okay, let's incorporate oh, yeah. that right. into it.
2: Yeah, a di- you know? that was the diary entry. A couple of different things. Yeah, there's some things.
1: Yeah, and then, it, yeah, it was just a back and forth. And, you know, part of it, I think, worked because we do know each other pretty well. We've mm-hmm. known each other, I don't know, it's probably more than 20 years now. Yeah. So, and we've worked together on other things over the years. So we kind of knew each other's, you know, yeah, modes. And we, we do have different strengths and, so it worked out, yeah. Like,
0: what What? What kind of strengths do you each have? Well, well Sophia's a really
2: good, I mean, we're both pretty organized, but yeah. Sophia's definitely yeah. a better organizer than organized. I am. So when it came time to put it together, uh, because it's not really a plot-driven book, I mean, mm, it, that's right. the book does lead up to a particular event, but it's not plot-driven mm-hmm. the way a lot of novels are. It's more like a con- collection of vignettes. Mm-hmm. So we had to kind of, piece them together and figure out how they fit mm-hmm. and that was definitely mm-hmm.
1: um something yeah. that you did with the time and with the timing and how yeah, yeah it was really fun I loved doing that yeah
2: because actually. that was very detail oriented yeah. it it's was. like wait a minute this happened yesterday Yeah, oh yeah it
1: was fun that was fun to that's me. good I'm glad yeah because she that, was like I was. <laughs> not want to do
2: that. that that's yeah, so
1: different things is. like that. And then Milva, you know, she's a writer, and she, you're, you're just, it's easy for her to write. I think it seems like you make it look easy. So um, well, you teach writing, yeah. don't you? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's something that it's a, it's an expression that comes comfortably or mm-hmm. enjoyably to you. Yes, Definitely. it it does.
2: But I do think that everybody is capable of. I know she thinks. So. <laughs>
1: I mean, no, on, you just, Well, she has to idea. sell her services, no, you know. She, she, right. You know what, that is what um, my daughter said after she did a writing uh, group with Milva many years ago. She said, well, I learned that I can, you know, I can write. So I was like, oh, that's cool. That's
2: good, that's a success. That yes. was
1: a success, and honestly, it was the same thing with me, because I'm a big reader, and, I've, and I, I write, but I've never written fiction. But she was just, you're going to do it. You know, there was there was no uh, arguing about it, so I was like, okay, I guess I am, you know, and I did.
0: I love the, dis- you know, how you describe working on it, because it sounds like you both went and honored, you know, flowing towards the parts that you resonated with. And what a gift yes. to not feel like you have to do, you know, certain yes. things that maybe aren't, like, inspiring you in that moment, mm-hmm. but... Mm-hmm. You know, like oh, I really love this story. I want to get into that mm-hmm. one, or mm-hmm. I love you know this character. I mean,
1: yeah, yeah. I think that's it did cool. It did go that way, but we also, I mean, I do feel that even though she may have written one start, then we we got we we had opinions about the characters. Really? And, oh, sure. <laughs> what, they, what they would or wouldn't do is this yeah. in character that we would even if. I had written something. She might be like, mm, you know, is that real? You know, uh-huh. so. yeah.
2: And also, then the characters that Sophia wrote would show up in some of my sections, mm, and same right. with you. So, so it has to be. So even though you know Sophia wrote particular chapters with certain characters as the feature, and I wrote others, those characters
0: showed up. Right. In oh, how you know, they interact. So they
2: all interact.
0: Yeah. So how is it for each of you, like? when you say "Eh, you know that doesn't quite work Mm. how was it working through those kinds of Mm -hmm.
1: feedback and editing process we would discuss it and sort of make the case right yeah
2: yeah i'm trying to think of a specific Uh, you know change i know it's hard
1: to think of that
2: well like there was one character that um, you thought she was coming on too strong about something, so mm-hmm. we had to discuss, well, would she say that, mm-hmm. you know, or wouldn't she? And and then the kids, too, mm-hmm. like what kind of music they were listening yes, to. That and
1: was, <laughs> all that stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and there was, was somewhat like of, a, even a feedback, so, I think, sometimes, you know, you, you'd you see, oh, they said this, and then that informs you about, but then they wouldn't do this other thing. You know, it's a, it's a person. So yeah. they have a whole yeah. history, which is not necessarily covered in that book, but we knew what we thought. Yes, it's the backstory. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's,
0: uh-huh. so intru- it's a fascinating you know, endeavor that you did of co-writing a book. Yeah. And what would you, like, what was the hardest part about it? Hmm. Or was it all pretty copacetic and inspired?
2: Probably finishing it. I mean, get like getting to the finish line. Yeah,
1: you think that was the hardest?
2: Well, I feel like you or That's another one of your strengths that okay. you kind of pushed towards that's the finish funny. line. So for me personally, you know, starting a project and finishing it is the hard part. So, um, so that, so that
1: still so felt that like felt the like hardest thing. to Because for me, I would have said um more for for me in the writing when I was like I had said I would do this chapter and then like, doing it. It, out. Yeah, <laughs> do it yeah, yeah. yeah for yeah. me so that is sort of part of what I think is what we're saying about our different strengths Yeah. At the end to me it was work yeah but it was not hard to me it was I was learning a lot of new things about, you know, just kind of getting the book out, just the physical, you know, whatever, editing and yeah. formatting and all, publishing and all of this stuff. Yeah,
2: you did a lot. You to figured f- out all yeah. the, how to use all the computer programs, yeah. the
0: kin- all the different ebook book formats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you yeah. followed the, you self-published
1: mm-hmm. and you found a printer. We used um, CreateSpace. Okay, which is an
0: Amazon. It is.
1: Mm-hmm. And we used Ingram which is uh, the one that say if a bookstore wanted to buy it or a library wanted to buy it, they would get it from, from Ingram. they wouldn't get it from CreateSpace or Amazon. So
0: that's a two that's two, two separate two
1: printing. Channels. Oh, yeah. interesting. And then
2: there's different ebook formats yeah.
1: as well. Mm-hmm.
0: It's a wild world out there. Isn't it, it is.
1: Yeah It's a very wild.
0: Yeah. So now do you think that you will um, offer your knowledge for other like, homeschooling families who want to publish or?
1: Oh, I would be happy to. I mean, I think things change so quickly that, that it might be hard mm-hmm. to keep relevant without, yeah. you know, and, but, yeah, I would be happy to help other people yeah. figure that out. I mean, I feel like the, the self-publishing was actually, you know, it was something that let us do what we wanted to do. That's another thing about our book is, you know, it's a topic that hasn't really been written like that and, and it's, it, Part of the reason we wanted to write it was because there's so many stereotypical ideas of homeschooling and unschooling. So we really wanted to get it to the end with what we s- knew about homeschooling and unschooling mm-hmm. and not have it be seen through a lens of someone who just totally doesn't get it. So f- for that reason, the self-publishing worked for mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
2: yeah. I mean, we did talk about whether we were going mm-hmm. we to try to shop it to um, agents or publishers, but then that also, we realized, would have been a whole other chunk of time, yeah. um, and we just wanted to get it done and out mm-hmm. there. So.
0: Okay. Yeah. so who is the book for? Who Who mm-hmm. do you think would really get the most out of it and enjoy it? Of course, homeschoolers. They, they yeah. seem to yeah. get But anyone else? <laughs>
2: Well, we hope that yeah. it will appeal to other people. Yeah. I, I, um, definitely homeschoolers will probably recognize a lot of themselves in it, um, even if they don't unschool or homeschool the way the families do. I mean, there's actually a variety of families. Yeah. So, uh, But also, I mean, I think the issues that the families go through are human issues, mm-hmm. and so I think anybody can relate to the the struggles that they face with raising kids and trying to make decisions and juggling work and just the same kinds of things that everybody goes through
1: mm-hmm. and, and definitely people who are curious about homeschooling either because they think they might yeah. want to try it or just because they're like what is it you know it gives a taste here's you know what it could be and i think mm-hmm. that's for some of the people that i know who've read it who who you know knew homeschooling exists but didn't really know what it was it had some eye-opening things to them that they, you know, people yeah. really think very, very yes. stereotypically about homeschoolers. They think, you know, a lot of times <laughs> that we do it all the same way and that we agree on everything and all of these things, which, as you know, isn't true. Yeah.
0: Well, for, for audiences listening in, what are some of those stereotypes that you think are out there?
1: Number one, that it's school at home. It's school yeah. at home, which means? That you recreate school at home, so you have a kitchen table, and that's your, you know, classroom. And the mom rings the bell at whatever hour, and the children have to do their work. and And some families might choose to do it that way, but there's a wide variety of different ways that you can yeah. do, have your kids at home. Mm-hmm.
2: Also, the socialization thing, um, mm-hmm. you know, that the kids in the book like homes, most many homeschoolers are out in the world, and they're doing lots mm-hmm. of different things with each other, and mm-hmm. they're also doing things in the community, um, and they're interacting with lots of different people. So and I think people tend to assume that homeschoolers are isolated.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, there may be some that are, don't you think? There may
2: be, but they're not in this book. And mm-hmm. I, I haven't met very many, so which there, would make sense. Yeah, if they're isolated, yeah.
1: I guess you're not meeting them. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> we've, we have been do, doing this kind of thing for many years. And it seems to be pretty the case that kids are really out in the world interacting with people of all different ages, mm-hmm. following their interests, meeting mentors who, you know, help them in that. And mm. that's just, you know, it, it's very rich. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about your own kids
0: and your own experience. Mm.
1: Well, Well, our kids
0: are grown up. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
2: Yeah, I have four, ranging in age from 18 to 32. And I started homeschooling when my 32-year-old was six. She was in kindergarten. And I wasn't thrilled with what was happening. And I started researching, and I had a friend who homeschooled, but I never thought I would do it. I thought it sounded nutty. Um, but, because of my personality, when I made this decision that I was going to look at different school options, I, I had to research everything. So I was researching all different kinds of school environments, and I said, well, I should be uh, thorough and research this homeschooling thing, and so I asked her for some materials, and she gave me materials, and I started reading about it, and I just loved the sound of it. And I said, I, I think
0: I want to do this. What did you love about the sound of it?
2: The Um, I loved that it would the family time that it encourages. I mean, that's another thing that people tend to think homeschooling is all about Mm -hmm. education and getting your kid into college and obviously we don't neglect that but it's also about relationships to me and that's one of the greatest things about it. Um, So I was really attracted to this idea of just the relationships that we could build, and the time we could spend together, and the sp- time is the other huge piece. Mm-hmm. The time and space to really pursue things that you love and care about, and um, play, giving the kid- kids room to play, because that, to me, that was a real priority. Um, so th- those were just some of the things that I really was attracted to.
0: Mm-hmm. And your kids homeschooled all through the years that kids would go K through 12.
2: Yes, my oldest went to high school, but other than that, they went, all my other kids went all the way through. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. What about yours? Mm-hmm. What, how do they, how do they get started or what they're doing? Um,
0: how did you, what was the original question? Tell me uh, Tell what me was your, your, your kids.
1: Uh, yeah, well, how,
0: your experience homeschooling with your kids?
1: Yeah, so my kids are grown ups too. Um, one of them will be 25 this week and yeah. the other one is almost 28. And in my case I what was when I had my my toddler um, and I was you know everyone's putting their kids in preschool what what, what are we gonna do and I had this low level anxiety about it but I so also was researching you know different methods different possibilities and happened to be in the library and saw teacher owned by John Holt so I just not thinking I would do it, but I had heard of homeschooling, so I thought, well, I'll read it and, and see what it is. And I just had this, you know, the, the moment where you can still remember however many years ago that was now, of reading that book and feeling like what he was talking about with observing, he's a great observer of children, and what I was observing with my toddler, he nailed it. And. Um, I was just enjoying life with the toddler a lot and, and kind of thought, you know, I can just keep doing this, you know, just let him keep exploring the world on his own terms and, and um, so that was it, made the decision and um, he just never went to school until he decided to go to college and then, you know, my daughter, she, she was just it was already happening. <laughs> she was born into it. so uh-huh. Yeah, and and then on, on top of it, for me, there was also what, what Holt talks about is, you know, how children learn and what happens in schools, and, and that really resonated with me as someone who had gone to school and had been a good student that, you know, you study for the test and you forget it and, you know, being graded and judged and I mean, I wish, honestly, that I could have done it, you yeah. know, so
0: yeah yeah that's exactly what happened to me was that I came I don't know how I came across John Holt when I graduated college yeah and I devoured every book of his and I subscribed to his homeschooling magazine I didn't have kids I wasn't even married yeah but it was healing to me just to imagine Mm -hmm. a life where I could have pursued the things I was interested in not feeling judged not mm. always having to be on the test and then forgetting it you know just the yeah. regurgitation and and I thought at that time if I ever had kids this is what I wanted to do and when I met my husband I had to sell it to yes. the idea to it <laughs> yeah. and he's European and very you know Real, very yeah. proud of the how hard it was and then yes. when we got into <laughs> you know did you like it he's like I hated it oh. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he got, he started to think about, you know, his relationship yeah. to his education and it, yeah it was kind of cathartic for him as well. So we didn't go all the way through like you guys. Mm-hmm. My, you know, my daughter went to school when she was 10. Mm-hmm. But she says that she would probably homeschool her kids cool. and longer for
1: than she did herself interesting. yeah interesting. yeah, luckily, yeah. my husband went right along with it. Yeah, <laughs> he, but he, he got it and he was, he was into it so that worked out. but yeah.
2: It is very common though for that you know, the two people not to be on the same page, and also portrayed in the book Oh, I was going to ask you, do you (laughs) have a family? Oh, yeah.
1: Of (laughs) course. Yeah, there's all those common things. That's one of the things, actually, when we sat down to what should we do, we thought, here are these things that we want to have happen, because they're common things, and one of them is definitely the partner who's like, not enthused. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: Well, that's nice because I was going to ask, are these like idealistic families? But no, you're trying to show the human, mm-hmm. qual or the human conflicts as Definitely. well. Absolutely. Like it's not all rosy necessarily. Oh no. Oh no. So <laughs> it sounds like it can have some good plots in there, the mini plots. Mm-hmm. I'm really? looking forward to oh, yeah. reading. Huh? That's so neat. Yeah. So one of the things I love to do in the show is how people pick a card that has a quality or an attribute mm. and just kind of riff on it what you feel maybe how it relates to homeschooling or how it related to this book project. Okay. okay, so Milva do you want to go first? Sure. Dun da da dun.
2: Alignment. Ooh. Wow, okay. Interesting. So I mean I guess for our particular project, alignment was important since we had two people involved. Um, For me, Mm -hmm. I I like to work in groups. I I mean, it's not like I never like to work alone. I mean, writing is a solitary endeavor, so um, so that part of it is solitary. But I like when I'm working on a project. I really like to work with people, so that's Mm -hmm. why it was great for me to work with Sophia and. And the alignment of sort of coming together and having it work is very satisfying to me and and I get inspiration from that, so I would say that's that good. my response to alignment. Cool.
1: I would have thought the same thing, I think. It's interesting though, I don't necessarily like working with other people and
2: <laughs> <laughs> But you put up with her. I don't think that's I'm, true. Used, to, I'm used to her. Well, we've worked together on a lot of things.
0: Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. the three of us. Yes. I yeah. mean, yes. I'm thinking how we used to put on these yes. panels for introducing yes. people to homeschooling. I always think mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, Sophia. Okay. But i take one. Okay, what do I get? Oh, patience. <laughs> That's a good one. I mean, for me, just being patient in general, it's, uh, you know, that's definitely with the book having to kind of see how things were going to evolve you know you couldn't always make something happen when you want it to happen or working with someone else you know one of us might have been ready to do something before the other one and just having to clear cool your jets and maybe sometimes realizing that you know things are going to unfold unfold in their own time, and you can't force them. Which is good for me. I'm definitely a doer. Um, yeah, so that's a good good one for me. Patience definitely needed it working together, but in a good way, I think. Yeah.
0: yeah. I I'm very curious. Like if you switched your cards, yeah, and <laughs> rather than related to the book, okay. now related to what it was like homeschooling or what how it relates in a homeschooling family?
2: Mm. Well, patience is huge with homeschooling because um, you have to have patience when you're dealing with kids. I mean, they, they're people, they're they're who they are, and, and then you bring your own baggage, and you have to sometimes just be patient, especially with homeschooling and unschooling, which is mm-hmm. kind of an unstructured form of homeschooling, um, which is what we did. And if your kid isn't doing exactly what you want them to do or what society thinks they should be doing, then you need a lot of patience to, to sort of step back and evaluate how to respond to that or just be able to let go and let this person unfold, which to me is one of the great joys of homeschooling, is that there's this person who's your child who's unfolding before you and becoming who they are. But sometimes it takes patience yeah I mean I you know then can you give an example well well when they were kids I mean I'm thinking of when my son was older and decided to quit college and be a musician because that's what he wanted to do and I (laughs) what you're quitting school and then I thought but this is what I raised him (laughs) to be a person who followed what he wanted and you know pursued his own path so then it was kind of like oh yeah I still, even now, as a mother of an adult, have to remember that, yeah, it's, and, but, and that can happen with any age child. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: like whether or not they're reading at the time they're supposed to be reading yeah. or they understand a certain level of math right. or,
2: yeah, writing, all writing. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but the, the great thing is, is that when you do step back and have patience, you get to see the, these miracles, really. Um, And and being around other families and other kids really helps because then you can see that happen with other kids. And it's, I think it's just a
1: huge blessing. Mm,
0: That's beautiful.
1: Hmm. Mm -hmm. So what would you say with alignment? For alignment and homeschooling? Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that, you know, these are weirdly connected in a way, but when I think about it, just like the different, the families with the different relationships, the different personalities, the different mm-hmm. goals, priorities, and then, you know, when you're homeschooling, you're all there all the time for a lot, at least a lot of the time. And how does all that work together? And I think that, interestingly, a lot of times when people think about homeschooling, they think, oh, I couldn't do that, you know, my kids would drive me crazy, or or you know, whatever, I don't have the patience or or that kind of thing. But I think in my experience what happens and it happened in my house and also with other people is that you do kind of get into a sort of alignment. You you know, oh, this one's in a bad mood today because that thing happened to her and this one's really obsessed with working on this now and this one needs to eat and you sort of know each other's rhythms and interests and 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 it actually the day goes pretty smoothly usually instead of having um, an outside force imposing a schedule and uh, expectations on you. So I feel like, you know, obviously, sometimes, sometimes things get out of alignment, but you kind of have, um, yeah I don't know alignment it's probably more of a network or a web or something of how everyone can work together and it coexist and was one of the best things for me was the relationships the conversations that I still have with the kids are you know it's a great that's cool
0: yeah we used to call it getting into a groove getting into a groove (laughs) so where can people find
2: your book on schoolers Um, well it is available on Amazon Mm -hmm. And it's available as a Kindle. It's mm-hmm. available on Barnes & Noble. Barnes
1: & Noble as a Nook. It's on Apple Books. Okay. It's on Kobo. That's great. And you can even go to an independent bookstore and they can order yeah, fantastic.
0: it Fantastic. Well, a huge congratulations Thank to you, Thank you Thank both. You. Thanks, Linda. And thanks so much for joining us on Women Inspired. And be sure to come on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Women Inspired. The show is recorded live in the studios of Bedford TV in Massachusetts, music courtesy of Sheik Gamine. If you like this episode, please leave a review or comment. You can subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or watch all the TV episodes of Women Inspired with the show notes and links at wwwlindayugalocom forward slash TV.